Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title for you, Beginning 2023. Now listen, maybe you're now, maybe you're now, right now, this may be old news to you. And maybe not just because of the timeline. Maybe the year's 2025. Or maybe you are beginning the year of 2023. Maybe you're only three months in. Maybe this is still January for you. But it's still old news. Why is that? Because I believe God turned it around. Amen. God turned it around. You could have been suffering from certain death. You could have got news, medical news. There could have been news come to your door. There could have been a knock on your door. There could have been a letter in the mail. And while things may not look perfect and you're not, you know, where you need to be financially and maybe you're not where you need to be spiritually or physically or maybe you're not even there emotionally or or physically. But I believe God has turned it around. And if you could just go look in the mirror right now, pause this, go look in the mirror, look yourself right in the eyes and say you have your father's eyes. Amen. You are created in his image, not your father here on earth, but your father in heaven and hallowed be his name. Hallowed be his name. Let his glory come on earth as it is in heaven. Let his power, his majesty, his splendor, let it come in Jesus' name. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come crash into your situation and God turn it around. And wherever that's in the in, wherever that's at in the timeline, whether it's already happened or it's happening right now, God is not bound by time. Time is now. The time to believe is now. The time to receive is now. The time to be touched, made whole. The time to step into purpose is now. The time to do better at your job and not take shortcuts is now. The time to be a follower of Jesus is now. It's now. And I do believe God has turned it around. Whatever that is, that pain in your hip, those pains in your legs. Maybe your fear that there's blood clots in your body because you took the vaccine. I believe God turned it around. Amen. Maybe there's chemical imbalances that that isn't being used for God's glory. I believe God's turning around. He's balancing it all out. Amen. So maybe this hard times beginning 2023 and all those things that were hard in the past, going through COVID, all these different things and many, many things before that even hit, horrendous things, maybe even wonderful things. Maybe it has been hard in the past. God has turned it around. That's all old news. 
But maybe some things are happening because there's a lot of things going on with all this fear in the media. The things that the media pushes, the things we see on television, the things that are being said, all the naysay things, all the facts even. I believe God says to his people, as he would many, many times in his word and throughout generations to come, fear not, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. And truly, with all the hype and the fear-pushing media regarding the Google, maybe even the DARPA creation of the chip, the authentication uh, chip, uh, the barcode that goes along with it, you know, it's being used in Sweden. And we may have heard about this, or maybe we didn't hear about this, but it's being made. There's uh, pills that you have to take that has a chip and in it, and uh, it dissolves, and then the, the pill, you know material dissolves and then there's a chip there that is uh, battery powered by your stomach acids and so when that dies out you just take another pill and to, and then so to authenticate maybe you lose your car keys or maybe you lose your wallet at the cash register this can authenticate you and this is what they want to do and uh, if you've ever looked into the bible we can kind of see uh, that this could be clearly a sign of the mark of the beast. Now, there's a lot of things that need to be worked out about this program, this idea. There's a lot of things that need to, but just beginning that you can see, and they've been talking about this for the longest time of doing this. And uh, I believe they, they just felt like it was time to go forward. But God chooses the time and God chooses the place. And God doesn't want you to live in fear. And not that you do have a bunch of time. But to know that the Bible hasn't been translated in all the languages and everyone hasn't heard the name of Jesus and the story of Jesus. And no one's been told the gospel. Amen. No one's been, not everyone's heard the good news out there, every nation upon nation. But we're getting really close. And the end of times is near. Behold, the kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. It's true. All these floods, the riots the, that were supposed in the, in the mass looting, the, the worldwide uh, price inflations, the worldwide fear and panic things that are going on. And they want to push this. I've seen so many different times of, of false information, disinformation to get us to elicit a response out of us. And I'm not trying to be political, but look at it. It's a lie. And the devil works in lies and he wants us to be afraid. But the Bible says, fear not for I am with thee. Wherever you go, God is with you. And we should be we should be rejoicing that the end of times is near. For one who, who wants to hold on to this life will lose it. And the one who loses his life will gain it. We hear that so many different times before. So many different times before. So much that I want to say, but I just want God's word to speak to us right now. I want God's word to speak to us right now. Amen. In Joel chapter 2, verses 21 through 24, it says, Fear not, earth. Be glad and celebrate. God has done great things. 
Fear not, wild animals. The fields and meadows are greening up. The trees are bearing fruit again. A bumper crop of fig trees and vines. Children of Zion, celebrate. Be glad in your God. He's given you a teacher to train you how to live right. Teaching like rain out of heaven, showers of words to refresh and nourish your soul, just as he used to do, and plenty of food for your body, silos full of grain, casks of wine and barrels of olive oil. Joel chapter 2, verses 21 through 24. And this is God's response to the world trying to scare the mess out of you, thinking that the food is depleting. All the high prices you can't even afford, like eggs here in Hawaii is like $13 for a dozen. $13.99. But look at this. And, and, and it's like, well, how are and, and you start living in that fear. And it's like, oh my God, how are we going to eat? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And there's God's answer, God's reply to it is fear not. Did I not say I would provide? How are you not going to lean on God if, if everything's always there? Sometimes God has to show things by allowing things to happen like this so that you can see that, look, I just want you to look to me. If you try to look to yourself, eventually the money's going to deplete. Eventually your job won't be there. You can't rely on yourself all the time. Sometimes and should be all the time, we should be looking to God, God to provide that job, to, to, to sustain you, sustain you with that job, with that calling, with that purpose. God will provide all of your needs. And that is so hard to believe because it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to throw my hands up and God's just going to show up and provide. Well, he did it before. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but ye have little faith. We don't have the faith to stand. And God will, God will allow a time to, to test that faith, to be like, okay, are you for real or not? I love you, but I want you to see it for yourself because you need to know that you have the faith. You need that faith to be, to be there needs to be, a, it has to elicit response of you walking in faith and relying on faith in the God who is exactly who the Bible says it is. But if we don't see famine, if we don't see floods, if we don't see things happening, and, and life's just an everyday process where we just clock in and clock out and clock in and clock out and read another book and go back into the next day, watch another segment, a program, a sitcom, just day in and day out, entertaining or, or self-entertaining or whatever, being entertained, blah, 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 the same thing. We eat, we go to sleep, we drink, we be married, blah, 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 the next day, on and on and day after day. And why this is how we do things and, and there's these in-between times that in these gaps of just dead space. And all of that can be considered dead space and it's worthless. I mean, eating and drinking and stuff, that's wonderful. God wants, God wants you to enjoy those things. That's what they're made for. The programs and things like that, God wants you to enjoy them. Whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord. But we don't operate that way, you see. We do it in the name of us you know, self-pleasuring ourselves. We do it in the name of us being entertaining ourselves. We do it in the name of, you know, just filling some space and time. 
we do it in the name of being addicted to that television program until there's no more episodes to watch and then we're just like shocked like oh my god what and then you look back at all that time we wasted but it wouldn't be wasted time and it's not necessarily wasted time give it to god thank you for this show thank you for the people and, and the jobs that is provided for them they can provide for their families Thank you for the fame that gives them it gives them resources and gives them influence. Where would they be without influence? Thank you for these things. Amen. And if what we're watching if we can't do it in the name of the Lord, well then clearly we shouldn't be doing it, right? Simple. But with all these things, and, and if we look back at just last week here, I'm, I'm still in 2023 of January as I'm making this video or, you know, this uh, a podcast here. And uh, there was a, a video shown of a Walmart that was completely just ransacked. It looked like there was looting and rioting and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and they were they were eliciting that this is what happened so that they can they can plant this seed of panic in us so that we so that we either shop differently or we even start doing the same thing and start freaking out because they want us to live in fear because it opens a door for them to do what they want to do but God has turned it around it's been exposed the video was not from looting it was from a storm it was false information it was false information about the about them talking about Bill Gates saying that Bill Gates wanted to deplete the population from 10 to 15%. They took his words out of context. That's not what he said. He wants to stop poverty. He wants to he wants people to be vaccinated. He wants to stop he wants he wanted people to he wanted to 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 shorten population of not being vaccinated by 10 to 15% by a certain timeline is a realistic goal. He's actually one of the only ones, him and his wife, to start a program to even get the vaccine going. Okay, some of the vaccines are having problems and there's kickbacks. Well, we rushed into it. Only fools rush in. But nevertheless, and many things have happened and many things are happening in our bodies, maybe even now if you've taken the, the vaccine, but God has turned it around, amen? What the enemy meant for evil, God has used for good. If there is something in there that shouldn't be, it's going to add value to it and it's going to make you a better person, make you more powerful. You'll be like David, you'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah? Eating vegetables, you'll be even stronger than the enemy. Because God is going to turn it around. God loves you. God loves you. And so listen to that. Here we are. We're, we're thinking that we're going to run out of food. And during and in the pandemic, all this in the past, when we were in the pandemic, when the lockdown was, and we're running out of food, people were like, how are we going to eat? They thought it was the end of the world. But fear not, earth. Be glad and celebrate. God has done great things. Fear not, wild animals. Can you imagine? Even they're like, holy mess. What are we supposed to do? You don't think they were affected by all this? 
the fields and meadows are greening up. The trees are bearing fruit again. A bumper crop of fig trees and vines. Children of Zion celebrate. Be glad in your God. He has given you a teacher to train you how to live right. Teaching you like rain out of heaven. Showers of words to refresh and nourish your soul. Just as he used to do. And plenty of food for your body. Silos full of grain. Casts of wines and barrels of olive oil. Amen. Again, repeating Joel chapter 2 verse 21 through 24. Listen to me, I believe God wants you to hear this and as this word becomes word because word is word. Jesus told them a story showing them that it was necessary to pray consistently and never quit. He said, there once was a judge in some city who, who never gave God a thought or cared nothing about people. A widow that, that, that in that city kept after him time and time again my rights are being violated. Protect me, she would cry out. He never gave her the time of day. But after this went on and on and on, he said to himself, I care nothing what God thinks and less what people think. But because of this widow, because of this widow won't keep badgering me, I'd better do something and see that she gets justice. Otherwise, I'm going to end up beaten black and blue by her pounding. Then the master said, Do you hear that? Do you hear that judge, corrupt as he is? Do you hear that judge? Do you hear that judge, as corrupt as he is, saying, You know, so, so, what makes, so what makes you think God won't step in and work justice for his people who continue to cry out for help? Don't you hear that judge, as corrupt as he is, what he's saying? Don't you hear what he's saying? So truly, what makes you think that God won't step in and work his justice for his chosen people who continue to cry out for help? Won't he stick up for them? I assure you he will. I assure you he will. He will not drag his feet. God will not drag his feet. But how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on the earth when he returns? Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. But how much of that kind of persistent faith will the Son of Man find on earth when he returns. Are you still praying for that? Or did you give up on it? Those prayers and petitions, those ridiculous prayers that you thought were ridiculous, God didn't think they were ridiculous. Even the smallest, the most heinous prayer that you can ask for, it could be the most backward thing. what makes you think that God can't redeem you in your timeline? Maybe you're praying for something that doesn't make sense, but God can go back and redeem you in your timeline and make it right. That way that prayer makes sense. You could be praying for something that seems like a lie. Of course, God wouldn't work in a lie, and I'm not saying that, but I'm saying God re can redeem you in the timeline and make it not a lie. go back in time before you did whatever you did. 
Before you ever put your hand in the cookie jar, God can go redeem you in your timeline. You can ask forgiveness of that right now. And God can go back in time and straighten it all out. And then you can come back to the future of where you're at right now, in this now, and be walking in steps of fullness of who God says you are without the hindrances of that past crawling and, and bickering at your neck. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So whatever the enemy's trying to point a finger at you, you must understand that all those other fingers are pointing right back at him. You are a liar. You're a stealer. You're a thief. And you're only here to kill, steal, and destroy. And I'm going to yell a loud no to you, devil, and I'm going to walk away. I'm going to say no to myself. I'm going to say yes to God. I'm going to continually praise him and seek him so that I can truly find him. Because I want when God comes back, amen? I want him to see the persistent faith. I want the Son of Man to see the persistent faith here on earth when he returns. Amen. The word is word. The word you needed to hear. Listen, God has redeemed you in your timeline. He's went before you and he's made things right. And whatever, if you can think about something that you feel like's hindered you, and just thank him for redeeming you in your timeline. And ask forgiveness of whatever you've done in your timeline, however you were thinking in your timeline. And thank him. And praise him. If that doesn't make sense, get into the word of God and get immersed into the word of God. Jesus is always the way. Jesus is always the truth. And Jesus is always the light. Jesus is always the light in your darkness. Amen. I would like us to pray. I would like us to pray the sinner's prayer. I have here the sinner's prayer by John Barnett. And if you want to repeat that with me before we close in prayer. I believe that maybe there's somebody out there or maybe you just feel like you need to recommit your life to the Lord. Maybe you don't feel right. You're not re-crucifying Christ. You're getting yourself right so that you're right. If we don't know who we are, then we don't know who we are not. You're not a drug addict. You're not a person in chronic pain. You're not a habitual complainer. You're not a cheater. You're not a porn addict. You're not a reading the the sassy books, the the, the saucy books that women their pornography sometimes is books. You're you're not a you're not into that. That's not who you are. You're a child of God, chosen by the Most High. He consecrated you to Himself to do great things. Behold, you will do even greater things than these. Are you kidding me? You raised the dead. Are you kidding me? You turned the water into wine. Are you kidding me? You parted the Red Seas. All right, how are you going to do these kind of things through me? Like me? Oh, ye of little faith. And now is the now. Now is the time. 
And like before, if you'd went into the mirror and you've looked yourself into the mirror and you say you have your father's eyes and it brings a smile to your face, you have your father's smile too. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So the sinner's prayer, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, Jesus Christ defeated death by death on the cross, paid the price for your sins so that you don't have to, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Amen. Amen. See, God went and redeemed you in the timeline. (laughs) Isn't that something? See, it's not just something to say. It's not just some new kind of saying, redeem you in your timeline. What is that? No, God redeems you in your timeline. Don't you see that? So if you would uh, repeat with me and maybe you have some people around you, maybe you want to, uh, maybe you want to use this yourself. It doesn't have to be like this, but praise God, we'll just use this and let God be glorified. And we pray for John Barnett, uh, whether he's here or we pray for his family. If he's, if he's not around anymore, uh, I apologize for not looking at that. I I just wanted to, I did not want to just steal somebody's, uh, something they've written down, you know, so, but I wanted to use this and I pray that God can be glorified by it and uh, in this person's life and his timeline and his family in Jesus name. So the following prayer expresses a desire to transfer trust to Christ alone for eternal salvation. If it's words speak to your own heart's desire, praying them can, you know, can be the link that will connect you to God. Amen. And if you want to repeat after me, dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and there's nothing I can do to save myself. I confess my complete helplessness to forgive my own sin or to work my way to heaven. At this moment, I trust Christ alone as the one who bore my sin when he died on the cross. I believe that he did all that will ever be necessary for me to stand in your holy presence. Praise God. I thank you that Christ was raised from the dead as a guarantee of my own resurrection as best as I can. I now transfer my trust to him. I am grateful. I'm grateful that he has promised to receive me despite of my many sins and failures. Father, I take you at your word. I thank you. I thank you that I can face death now that you are my savior. I thank you for the assurance that you will walk with me through the deep valley. Thank you for hearing this prayer in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So as I close in prayer, I pray that uh, God would just show up in your life of wherever you're at and that you would have the faith to call on him and that you would have the faith to continue to pray those things that you need to be praying for. Put your prayers and petitions before him. Don't lose faith and don't lose hope in the God who is. 
have faith in Him and continue to pray and trust in Him that God will come true for you. God will answer your prayers. God wanted to see the faith. Oh, most heavenly Father, we come to you in your presence, Father God, just broken vessels, wounded by life. We pray that you be with these people, Father God, who's, whoever is these, these people who are listening, this person who is listening, Father God. We pray that you would touch them, heal them, make them whole, Father God. We pray that you would deliver them from all infirmities in Jesus' name. Set them free, Father God. Set them free. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come crash on them. We pray that heavy winds, just heavy winds, spiritual heavy winds of blessings, breakthroughs, just bending trees in their lives. That you would show up to them, Father God, in their time of need. That you provide, Father God, clean water for them to drink, food on the table, Father God, transportation, a roof over their head, clean clothes. You provide. Be the God who provides. Throw the manna off. We have to work for some of it to gather it. Father God, show us. And show us the error of our ways and deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us from the enemy and deliver us from the inner me, Father God. Let fullness, greatness, and show us your glory, the splendor, the riches, the majesty of whatever we can handle. And you know what's best for us, Father God. Give us everything you have in store for us. Don't leave one single thing out. Open the floodgates. Open all the doors, Father God. And let us just be amazed at your giving us, at your glory. And let us tell others about it. Let our joy be complete. In Jesus' name, answer all those prayers. Come through. Be the come through God, Father God. Because you are. praise you and thank you praise you and thank you father god thank you for your sacrifice thank you for your givingness thank you for your love and your tenderness help us to get to know you more give us wisdom and understanding in jesus mighty name we pray in nomine padre filia spirito santos in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit both now and ever unto ages of ages may you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore.